G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about, or continue to talk about, the Christian disciple and salvation. Romans 10 verses 9 to 10, Paul writing, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So who decides the saved has been a question asked for centuries. There are two opposite and extremist views in regards to salvation. One end says that God has decided all things and there's nothing we can do about it. Then there's the other end, or universalism, which says that God will grant salvation to all regardless of creed, race or religion. But we need to see these two isms in the balance of scripture. Firstly, God does choose individuals to fulfil his purposes, Romans 9 tells us that, and he does indeed choose those who are or will be saved, John 15 verses 16 tells us that. And these chosen ones are called the elect. However, it is also his will that all people should be saved, 1 Timothy 2 verses 3 to 4, and that nobody should perish, 2 Peter 3 verse 9. So in reading these two statements, it is imperative that we accept both these scriptural statements as equally and absolutely true. When we use words about God with a time element, such as chose or elect, we need to use these taking into our thinking God's infinite time framework or timelessness and not in our human finite time framework. So God offers salvation to all and leaves the responsibility to take up the offer with humans. As a Christian disciple, you have taken up God's offer of salvation. But now what? What happens after the decision to become a Christian has been made? Paul writing in Philippians chapter 2, Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. This working hard to show the results of your salvation involves four things. Repentance, faith, perseverance and discipline. Firstly, repentance is a voluntary change in mind in which the person turns from a life of sin to living a life of righteousness. And this is done in three spheres. Firstly, the sphere of the mind or the intellect, a recognition of personal sinfulness and guilt before God. Psalm 51 verse 3, Romans 3 verse 20. Second sphere is of the emotions or heart, a genuine sorrow for sin or a godly sorrow that leads to repentance. 2 Corinthians 7 verses 8 to 10 Then a third sphere of the will a conscious decision to turn from sin self-pleasing and self-centeredness to God and the importance of repentance was central to the teaching of many people in the New Testament firstly there's Jesus Matthew 4 verse 17 Mark 1 verse 15 John the Baptist Matthew chapter 3 the Apostles, Acts chapter 2, verse 38, or 20, verse 21. And repentance is also commanded by God, 
Acts 17 verse 30 and it's God's rule that all people will repent 2 Peter 3 verse 9 1 Timothy 2 verse 4 then there's faith and faith is a confidence in the faithfulness of God which leads to reliance and trust in God and obedience to him Hebrews 11 verse 6 in salvation faith is a voluntary change of mind and heart in the sinner in which the person turns to God relying on and accepting his offer of salvation through Jesus Christ and faith is belief plus trust plus action and again we have the three spheres the mind, the emotions and the will the mind is a recognition of our need of salvation acknowledging Jesus' death on our behalf and our need of forgiveness and the emotions a personal assent to the gospel what must I do to be saved and agree to make salvation a part of our life and then thirdly the will a personal trust a surrendering of the life to the lordship of Jesus Christ John 8.12 Romans 10.9 a reception and appropriation of Jesus into life John 1.12 Revelation 3 verse 20 and then accepting his death on our behalf and the forgiveness he offers and then there's perseverance which is the continuous operation of the Holy Spirit in the believer by which the work of divine grace that is begun in the heart is continued and brought to completion in the Christian disciple for, G- for the scripture says they will never perish no one, will, no one can snatch them out of my hand John 10 verse 27 29 Christian disciples have eternal life and will not be condemned passing from death to life John 5 verse 24 He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion Philippians 1 verse 6 Christian disciples are shielded by God's power 1 Peter 1 verse 15 Nothing can separate Christian disciples from God or Christ's love Romans 8 verses 38-39 The Lord knows those who are His 2 Timothy 2 verse 19 they will know they have eternal life 1 John 5 verse 12 to 13 and eternal life or salvation never depends on our feeble grip on Christ but rather his firm grip upon us so there's repentance, faith perseverance and lastly godly discipline and Christian disciples are sometimes entangled by sin Hebrews 12 verse 1 and God disciplines his children and it is painful Hebrews 12 verse 11 therefore if we are Christian disciples and we sin and remain unrepentant and it's habitual God will discipline Hebrews 12 verse 10 if we sin and are not disciplined then maybe we are not his children Hebrews 12 verse 8 And the Christian disciple cannot continue to sin habitually, willingly maintaining a sinful practice or attitude. That is why we are warned against falling away. We share in Christ if we hold firmly to the end. Hebrews 3 verse 13 to 14. It is possible to experience much of what God offers and not be a Christian. For example, the Pharisees. Hebrews 6 verses 4 to 6. Deliberate sinning after receiving the truth reveals a rejection of that truth.
truth. However, God is merciful and will forgive if repentance is asked for. Living as a Christian disciple is to be a life that brings glory to Jesus Christ. Part of that is a life of repentance, faith, perseverance and discipline. In doing these four things, the Christian disciple inevitably carries their own cross daily so that Jesus the Master is honoured and glorified. For more to think about, please do read Philippians 2 verses 1 to 16. Ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. And then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. How am I working out my salvation? Question 2. How is God working in me so that He is glorified? And question 3. What am I doing to hold firmly to the word of life? As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. I would love to hear from you and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.